welcome to another episode of Hitchhiker's Guide to IT Podcast, brought to you by Device42. On this show, we explore the ins and outs of modern IT management and the infinite expanse of its universe. Whether you're an expert in the data center or cloud, or just someone interested in the latest trends in IT technology, the Hitchhiker's Guide to IT is your go-to source for all things IT. So buckle up and get ready to explore the ever-changing landscape of modern IT management. Hello and welcome to the Hitchhiker's Guide to IT podcast series brought to you by Device42. I'm your host, Michelle Dawn Mooney. And today we're talking about how Imperial College is tackling the sustainability. Best British accent here, but it will be bad. So I will leave that for the expert, not only with the British accent, but also in a lot of really exciting things that are happening at the college. It is my pleasure to bring on Stephen Prescott Jones. He is the Director of Digital Infrastructure for Imperial College in London. Thanks so much for joining us, Stephen. Hi, Michelle. Uh, Good to join you. Thank you for hosting me and hello, everyone. Looking forward to this conversation. So before we get into it, can you give us a brief bio of, you know, what you do, what you've done kind of to lead us to this point? Yeah, of course. So um, I've been in technology since uh, 1997. So um, quite a long time after after finishing university. Um, so I started out um, doing sort of network side of things, Novell networks back in those days, and then worked my th- way through mainframe technologies and identity management and that kind of thing, up to being a, a technical architect um, at HP and then a solution owner at Fujitsu. And then I headed up hybrid cloud at the Department for Work and Pensions. And then I moved to Imperial in late 2020 during the pandemic um, to take on my current role. Perfect. And that leads us here today to have a, a pretty interesting conversation. So tell me this, why is Imperial moving to be carbon neutral by 2040? So from Imperial's perspective, you know, we're, we're the, the leading uh, research university in the UK. So not only are we looking at becoming um, carbon neutral ourselves, we also want to be at the um, forefront to provide the solutions and, and collaborations and the skills necessary to help um, the UK as a whole uh, meet its targets um, for zero net zero carbon emissions by 2050. And that's why Imperial uh, is, is aiming to be a step ahead of that. We're aiming to hit that by 2040. We've got um, three scopes that we've set up around energy, around the things we consume and around um, everything that Imperial needs to utilize, not just on our own campuses and sites, but the things we consume from third parties as well. And it, in a, it's an area that Imperial takes uh, extremely seriously up until um, Late last year, we had uh, someone part-time who was an academic lead in sustainability, and now we have a dedicated sustainability strategy director as well. So it's at the front of the of the focus of everything we're doing around our, our campuses at the moment. So I feel like we live in a world with a lot of extra, and to try to be more sustainable, reduction comes into play. So tell me this, how does Imperial plan to reduce to be more sustainable? Well, as I mentioned, we've we've got uh, we've got three scopes there. So we're looking at campus energy, uh, you know, the energy we use in the buildings, how we better use utilize our buildings. Obviously, there's a lot more hybrid work in these days, and we're also set up from a technology perspective for hybrid learning because we we had to be during the pandemic. So um, that gives us the opportunity to look at um, the best space utilization, how we utilize our space, how we consume power 
you know, we, we, we do a lot of our own research, we generate our own power, but we also we use a lot of high performance computing as well in order to underpin that research. So we're looking at what we can we can do in that space. We've got a new campus that we're um, we're expanding out White City at the moment for people in the UK. You might remember that as being one of the BBC uh, studios previously. Uh, and offices. I went there in, in previous roles in the past. Um, and we're going to be looking at putting um, carbon neutral data centers in that White City campus as well. So we'll be at the forefront of ensuring that high performance compute is as energy efficient as possible um, and consumes as little power as possible, looking at water cooled racks and, and those kind of things to reduce that power consumption. And then um, what another key area is, is also that, it, you know, in, in terms of the scopes, the third scope is looking at the things we consume. Um, you know, cloud services, for example, are, are, are a, great, a great example. Um, we still need to consider the things that, that we've got running in um, hyperscale providers because they still consume energy. You know, they're still part of our carbon footprint as well. So we, uh, and at the moment, in fact, these, um, services outside of our campuses um and and the supply chains to supply services to us account for around 80 percent of our current footprint so that's a really big challenge for us looking at what we consume and looking at how we can best utilize it so a lot of work to do a lot of things to get to of course before <laughs> that deadline but i want to dive a little deeper and talk about data specifically because there is a lot out there so what are your plans there to kind of work with this ultimate goal in mind you're absolutely right. Um, data is absolutely key to this. So, you know, we have a baseline understanding of of the power we consume, of the services we consume in what we call scope three. So uh, third party services. So now it's a case of pulling all of this data together because we have, so, you know, building maintenance systems. We have energy systems with data. So we've created um, what we call in our unified data platform. We pull all of that data into that one central repository, if you like. So everyone's got a single source of truth for starting to work with that data. And we link that with inventory tooling and, and monitoring tooling um, to try and start to pull together that picture of our energy consumption, of our building usage, of our cloud utilization. For example, when we look at the, the, the third party footprint we've got in place and try and link that to um to, to the things that we do day to day in the college and see how we can start start to maximize utilization you know we've got tools in place that look at building usage we're going to we're going to be replacing our underpinning um wi-fi infrastructure that will allow us to look at um attendance monitoring around room usage around automatically switching off lights in rooms that aren't in use and um projectors or screens and things that are in there so it's starting to move to the next level of getting the data to a position where we can make informed choices and, and part of that is is around our overall um building management and how our buildings are configured so we're pulling together a roadmap on that which we aim to have completed by the tail end of this year and then that will allow us to progress on getting our buildings uh, in a position where they can help us uh, achieve the net zero uh, emissions that we're aiming for. This is quite a big undertaking. As it is indeed, yes. So I, I'm curious to hear your words of wisdom for people out there, companies, universities, et cetera, if they, they know that they want to get better, they want to do better, where do you even start? 
Yeah, I, I think the key thing at Imperial, um, the key starting point has been buying from the top. As I mentioned before, we've got a, a dedicated director of uh, sustainability now. So we're taking this extremely seriously. So that, that, that direction has to come to the top. From the top, uh, it has to be collaborative uh, in a university environment like Imperial. Um, we're, we're, we're not necessarily the same as other organisations because we're not quite centralised. Obviously, we have um, the academic side and we have um, tuition fees coming in. We have research grants coming in from charities, from governments, from all sorts of different organisations. So getting that buy-in across the whole community um, to achieve that goal has been key. And we, we developed a strategy covering 21 to 26, a sustainability strategy. And as I mentioned before, we got those three scopes in place and we socialised those around the college. We have sustainability working groups and subcommittees that I'm a member of as well around the infrastructure, as in the technology infrastructure, around the building infrastructure, um, around baselining what we've got, specifically subcommittees around data and how we get best use of data. So everyone within each of the different faculties and parts of the organization has representation um, within these committees. Um, so it, it, it is really um, a massive collaborative um, effort, I suppose. And it's and, and that feeds into uh, people's ways of working, the simple things, switching things off when you're not using them, not printing if you don't need to print, um, when the new research grants are, 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 are submitted, thinking about the technology you're using rather than um, just thinking in the silo of each individual piece of research and separate infrastructure. So it, it's it's if, if you look at Imperial's website, we've got a whole section on sustainability. It's it's been um, it's been amazing to see, um, but it is a massive, massive effort. And of course, there's a huge cost involved. And, and what we, we do at Imperial is we partner with organizations. Um, so that will help us massively as well in terms of how we can progress, progress these things. Yeah, and I guess it really comes down to baby steps. I mean, clearly, if you look at that goal, it would be a little overwhelming, but you know, <laughs> those key steps and getting a little bit better day by day, hour by hour, even minute by minute. I have to ask you this before we wrap up here. How does it feel personally for you to be involved in this type of effort? Uh, I, it's, it's, it's just really inspiring, um, as, as you can probably tell from when, when I talk about it, to be involved in such something that's, you know, absolutely uh, vital, not just to Imperial, but to society uh, and, and globally as a whole. You know, it's um, it's something that we all need to think about for future generations. It's something we can all make a difference on um, if we work jointly on it. So, you know, it's, it's massively inspiring to, to me and to see in the last year or so, you know, dedicated roles, dedicated committees and how seriously Imperial is taking this both internally and, as I said earlier, how we can be at the forefront um, moving forward um, to help drive this uh, to meet the UK government's targets as well. It's absolutely phenomenal. You mentioned before about a lot more information on the website. Can you give that to us? Any additional details or, you know, places that people can go to learn more about what we're talking about today? Yeah, of course I can. Yeah, I can I can provide provide the links. So we've got um imperial.ac.uk sustainable hyphen imperial. Um so I can provide uh, a copy of that. That also gives a, a a link to our sustainability strategy um as well. Uh and there's also um 
certain events that we that we put on that people will be able to see on there as well. So um, yeah, I, I think as I said, what we're doing isn't specific to just us at Imperial. There's a lot other organisations can learn. So if people are interested, they can look at that, or they can just get get in touch with me as well. More than happy to talk to people about it. Wonderful, exciting things happening. <laughs> really excited to see where the future is going to take you and getting to that journey and in that that final milestone. So Stephen Prescott Jones, Director of Digital Infrastructure at Imperial <laughs> College of London. Thanks so much for joining me, Stephen. Great conversation. Once again, really exciting things happening. So best of luck to you. And thanks so much for joining me today. Yeah. Uh, and thank you very much for, for having me, Michelle, and inviting me on. I've really enjoyed the conversation. I did as well. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in and listening to the Hitchhiker's Guide to IT podcast series brought to you by Device 42. Of course, we invite you to subscribe to this podcast to hear more great conversations like the one you heard today. And you can always visit device42.com for more information on Device 42. I'm your host, Michelle Dawn Mooney. Once again, thanks for joining us. We hope to see you again soon.